Hello and welcome to the For The Win podcast where we discuss the human side of sports. My name's Luke Curtinine and I'm very excited because we've got an all-English podcast today. I'm happy to be joined by Matt Pryor, the creative director of FIFA 18 and the mastermind behind FIFA's revolutionary new game mode, The Journey. Matt, uh, thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. You're welcome. I'm always happy to talk about... uh talk about the game obviously for people who aren't familiar the journey it launched on fifa 17 so last year's uh, edition of the game and it's essentially i would just i mean matt you're better to describe than i am but i would describe it as a cross between sort of a tv show and obviously a, a gameplay mode um you take over alex hunter who's this young aspiring professional soccer player who is cut by every academy in the land and your um your job essentially is to build his career back up or to get it going you know sort of it sort of ends before it even started and it's your job to sort of get it back going but um for those who may not be familiar Matt how, how would you describe it in your own words yeah I mean it's um it's basically kind of a cinematic narrative mode in and around the world of FIFA so it's something brand new to the world of FIFA we've always done in the past a great job of focusing on the 90 minutes on the pitch and the gameplay element um Story mode and the narrative is something I've wanted to bring to the to the world of FIFA for a long time, and our transition to Frostbite kind of allowed us to do that. It gave us the tool set to kind of create this cinematic mode. And from a from a consumer standpoint, it's, it's definitely as has been proven by the success of the journey. I always thought it was something that was. Um, something consumers really wanted it's the side of the football game that's really kind of opened up with the advent of kind of social media instagram twitter etc etc you can now kind of live the life or have a window into the lives of footballers like never before so i think it's that side of things has been the kind of culture and the lifestyle has become kind of part of the the fabric and the dna of football and it was it was an element of football that we really didn't tap into obviously we had career mode and that side of things but it was kind of a a part of the footballing culture that we were missing inside of the game of FIFA. So the, the journey kind of allowed us to open that, that up and kind of put the user in the head uh, headspace and the, the life of a, of, a, of a breakout footballer and, and kind of see that, that world, see the world of, you know, academy tryouts, uh, contracts, agents, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So it was a really interesting mode in the sense that it brought something to FIFA like, like never before and, and, and an opportunity to kind of introduce narrative story characters into in, into FIFA and as I say it's been a phenomenal success so it's, it's great to see that uh, that feeling that it, it, it you know it was what people want, wanted has kind of been reciprocated. Absolutely you can feel the buzz around that people want to know where Alex Hunter's headed next and um, you, you brought up something that I was going to ask you about which is I mean from your perspective within FIFA and EA Sports obviously how did the journey come to be um, from your end you know it was sort of you know it was just sort of dropped within FIFA 17 and we uh, and fans had heard some stuff about it and they were getting excited but how did this idea even start in the first place? Yeah so like I say it's something I've wanted to bring uh, to, to the world of FIFA for a number of years and on, like I say our, our transition to Frostbite from a technical standpoint really allowed us to do that. We kind of could have done it on previous years but it would have eaten up so much of our capacity that we wouldn't have been able to do that much in and around the rest of the game. It's important you know there are so many different types of FIFA users you can't really put all your eggs in one basket because you know there's people that just play foot, people that just play career mode so it's important that we kind of do what we can to appeal to all those different 
different user types. So previously, had we done it, it would have kind of, like I say, eaten up all our resources. So uh, the, the transition to Frostbite, that's a very powerful engine and an engine that was kind of built to create narrative stories, story mode. So, you know, like, you know, um, Battlefield and, 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 and games like that and Battlefront and, and those kind of games that have... Uh, narrative elements in them so it allowed us to kind of do what we'd wanted to do for a number of years and the kind of philosophy behind it was it was an opportunity to show a side of football that currently we didn't cover in the world of in the world of fifa you know fifa's this behemoth of a game it represents football all across the planet but there was this kind of one missing component uh, that it didn't really, we didn't really tap into and that's kind of the culture the or the, the the off the field kind of stuff and and there are a number of reasons we want to do it, but one of them primarily was also, if we're kind of honest with ourselves previously, that we didn't do a, a, a great job of really kind of onboarding users to kind of the world of not just football itself, but also the, the mechanics of playing the game. So we kind of just had these this myriad of modes that we just kind of presented to the user, uh, and it was kind of, you know, go for it. With the journey, that really kind of allowed us a, a, a means to kind of give an initial experience to users. Because what we're seeing is a lot of people know that FIFA is this incredible online social experience, if you want that side of things. So a lot of people bought the game, dived into the world of online, and they weren't ready, because obviously online is a very competitive space. Yeah. So they went online, they weren't ready for the game, and the mechanics, understanding it, so they got hammered like 10-0, and <laughs> thought, this isn't this is much fun, I'm not coming back. So so part of the journey, it wasn't all of it, but part of the philosophy was with the, with the journey was it, it offered a very interesting space in which to obviously enjoy the game, uh, but also learn the mechanics of the game. And part of that was, because it's a narrative, we were able to kind of intrinsically put the, the training in the core loop, because the life of the footballer literally is game, training, 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 game, training, training, training. Um, so previously, we always had these skill games in the game, but getting people to go to them was always difficult. They kind of had to be self-motivated. And what we saw is people who did actually take the time to go and play the skill games learned better, they stuck around a lot more because obviously they, they appreciated the game more because um, it, it, they understood the mechanics. Um, so so we always wanted to do that uh, and, and offer the ability to um, give people uh, the opportunity to play the skill games, but with Journey, it allowed us to do it in a, in, within the core loop. So people didn't like feel like they were kind of, you know, going off and do, doing something that wasn't important to the to the main experience. So yeah. it, it was a there was a number of uh, reasons behind us wanting to do it. Um, like I say, it was just offered an opportunity to do, bring an element of football that was kind of missing from the game, but also uh, opportunity to really kind of give users a great initial experience and. We, we kind of dubbed it basic training for FIFA. Uh, the idea being that if you played through the journey, you had an amazing time, but you also learned uh, the mechanics of the game, the culture of the game, of the sport, should I say. So when you came out the other side, you were ready to kind of go into the wider world of FIFA. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's a, it's fascinating what you say too about the skill games, because you're right, you're, it's almost like another level of gamification to 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 those skill games because now it's sort of um it's, it's almost like you're giving yourself tasks to complete as a means towards another end and it's getting better in the process um, and, and so i'm curious too about alex hunter himself you know a colleague of mine at work were talking about this today like how did you you know, alex hunter's got such an interesting 
backstory. You know, he's a he's a young kid from inner city London. He's a he's sort of got an absentee dad, um, an absentee dad who's out of the picture. Of course, he makes a comeback in FIFA 18. Spoiler alert, but um, won't go won't go into that. But I'm curious, like, how did you how did you come up with this character? Um, how did you you know what what was the uh, why Alex Hunter? Um, we just wanted to create an interesting character that was kind of a representation of the real world of football. Um, there was no kind of um, specific kind of agenda or anything in terms of what we want to create. We just kind of sat down and as part of the creative process kind of decided, you know, this guy would be an interesting, interesting character. As I say, he is very representative of um, kind of the, the, the sport in general and a lot of the roots of where these players come from, you know, a lot of the... But if you look at the England squad, it, you know, it, a, a lot of those are kind of representative of Alex Hunter in terms of he comes from like the inner cities of London. Uh, he's actually from Hackney, uh, you know, uh, which is a you know common common route for a lot of these guys that come into the world of football. You know, they they, they grow up kind of kicking the ball around in the on the estate and and that kind of thing. So it was just part of the whole creative process as we sat down and. And kind of initially, uh, we mapped out the story we wanted to tell. So that kind of, kind of came first and foremost. And obviously, with the first one, it's an origin story. So there has to be certain kind of uh, beats along the way that kind of make sense in terms of him getting into the into the, the, the world of football. So we kind of started with, you know, how, well, how does he get in? So the, it started with this initial kind of um, uh, academy day, which is a real thing. You know, people go through all the... The world of football now, these, these kids get kind of snapped up at the age of nine or ten. It's rare that you have any, anything like the Ian Wright story where, you know, he's seen playing pub football and snapped up and, and then goes and becomes a professional. Such is the world of football now that these kids with talent are identified very, very early. So a lot of them, are pretty much all of them, are in the academy system at a very early age. And they then work through the academy. And then a lot of them, are, uh, unfortunately, you know, don't get a, a contract offers. And, and then the Academy Day is a chance for those that didn't get contract offers to kind of a, a last chance saloon a, a, to shine in front of um, in front of uh, scouts from around the country. So that's a real world thing. So that created this interesting initial start, you know, a last chance thing it offered uh, the opportunity to kind of, you know, have big stakes up front. And then taking it from there, we wanted to kind of, well, how would a, 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 a story map out for a kind of a, a very young kid breaking into the world of football? So then the kind of, you know, joins the, the EPL team and then loan system. I was looking just the other day, someone was telling me that uh, Chelsea right now have 34 players out on loan, which is an incredible amount. So so that's a common thing with EPL teams. They, they take these youngsters on board, but then they actually loan them out to kind of bed them into the world of professional football, because obviously... Some of these, you know, massive teams, it's very hard to break into that squad because you've got a squad of world-class players. So the, the, the loan route is a common one to go out on. And I must, uh, and I'm, and then, and I must say, too, that it, it sort of hits, uh, I mean, w what you were saying on that, like when you learn that you're getting sent out on loan, you're sort of a little heartbroken, right? You're like, oh, but I don't want to go out on loan. I, I just signed for this club and you're all excited. It's sort of, you're sort of mirror. I, I found that you're almost mirroring the emotions that like Alex Hunter's feeling in the game. It's, it's quite uh, absolutely, absolutely, and that's kind of part of it, right? You're kind of living vicariously through it. So his his highs and lows needs to be felt by the user. So it's it's great that you say that, and that has been a lot of the feedback. And one of the interesting kind of twists on that, the guy, well, it depends on who you, which team you pick, but Harry Kane was one of the the players that could be 
brought in to that club and ultimately bump you off on loan. And obviously we worked a lot with Harry, but his, you know, he had stories. He went out on loan to a number of clubs before he kind of broke into the Tottenham squad. You know, he went out to Norwich and I think Millwall yeah, as well. Millwall, yeah. so, so we obviously, uh, as part of the process, we ran Harry through the script because the script was written when he just came on. And he was just like, oh, this is, you know, totally resonates with his story, which was great to get the feedback from because obviously we're telling the story. So to get that feedback from real life players was really kind of a seal of approval. And one of the funny things around the whole whole of the, the FIFA 17 process was um, Marcus Rashford. I mean, literally, he had the Alex Hunter story while we were making FIFA 17, and we'd never heard of him. It was funny, a lot of people, when we shipped it, it was like, oh, you've just written the, uh, the Marcus Rashford story. And I, I, none of us had ever even heard of Marcus Rashford when we kicked this off, and the script was written before he kind of broke it onto the scene. But that was just an indication of how authentic the story was. And funnily enough, I actually went to meet Marcus Rashford as part of the promotion of, uh, of, of FIFA 17. And again, he kind of resonated back that it's very true to life. A lot of what he went through, uh, Alex went through. So that was just great that it kind of, kind of went full circle of this kind of how what we created was then a kind of authenticated by these real world kids that are kind of breaking onto the scene. Hey guys, are you in need of great talent for your business but short on time? You don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click, so you can rest easy knowing your job is being seen by the right candidates. Then, ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting, so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds No them. wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. That's right, just one day. And the easy-to-use ZipRecruiter dashboard lets you manage your hiring process from start to finish, all in one place. Seriously, ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, listeners of the For the Win podcast can post jobs to ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. It's totally free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash for the win. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash for the win. One more time to try it for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash for the win. And one thing that I think um, that speaks to that authenticity, um, so we, we've sort of described the background or the initial sort of chapter of the journey on FIFA 17. FIFA 18, there's all kinds of twists and turns that the game yes. takes and a lot of other plot lines that um, emerge, one of which is uh, is to sort of, you know, again, spoiler alert, but uh, <laughs> Alex Hunter is sort of eyeing a big move. It doesn't quite happen, and he ends up stateside playing for... Uh, the LA Galaxy, which is quite a, which I think is quite a surprising move from a number of different perspectives. But h- how did you, um, y- you know, what was the thinking behind that? What was the motivation behind that? I mean, it's quite exciting to see such an American element for an American audience to uh, be involved in the game. But like, how did, uh, what, what was the, what was the motivation driving that plot line? So that was just basically kind of keeping the story interesting. And as you say, I'm glad you said it kind of came as a surprise. We want to kind of surprise and kind of delight users in terms of where we took the story. 
with the first one, there's kind of an, like I say, it was an origin story. So certain kind of, if you're kind of keeping it within the authenticity world, there's certain kind of beats you have to kind of hit. Um, as you know, if you watch any kind of superhero movie, you can you can kind of predict some of the some of the kind of key plot lines because there is that kind of necessity to lay the foundation for the character. So we had that with 17. What we had with 18 was then it kind of opened the doors a little bit because he was now this established character in the world of football. It allowed us a little bit more creative freedom to take the story in more interesting places. And, and, and we did that by virtue of again, real-world things that these, these players actually go through. In this instance, he had a, 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 an amazing first year. His contract was up. His agent was angling for more money. You know, a, a lot of it's about the money in football. So so that is, a, again, a genuine thing that, that these players go through when, when it comes to contract negotiations. They kind of hold out for the best deal, understandably. So, so it offered us the ability to kind of have inject that um, into the story. And then the actual transfer to to the galaxy is there's a number of reasons so we as a game uh, represent the, the globe of football you know that people play the game the world over the sun never sets on on fifa players there's always someone playing it and similarly within the game we represent um you know leagues teams players across the world so we wanted to kind of break alex out of the the England uh, uh, element. We didn't want to kind of ground it in that again. We want to kind of spread his wings and, and showcase the wider world of football. So that combined with the, the, the uh, contract negotiation, combined with the fact that, it, you know, we had his, the, the dad figure um, as this kind of, as you mentioned, absentee for father, that gave us the opportunity to kind of craft that storyline and make him, you know, maybe he's not such a bad guy. Maybe there was a reason he, he didn't stick around. And as you kind of find out as you as you progress, and with a spoiler alert, uh, he, he has this half sister, which was the reason his dad left. So it, it offered us the ability to kind of really build out that narrative and that story, and take the story in interesting places. And then the galaxy specifically is that is a very interesting environment. You know, everyone knows LA. Everyone has these kind of perceptions of LA. It's a very kind of glamorous world in which to take the user as you can see with the house alex ultimately gets so it's a kind of fun sandbox in which to, to, to the, the user can kind of go and explore and and then you know arguably the galaxy the most famous mls club with the you know the gerards and the, and the big one david beckham really kind of put them on the map so it offered us the ability to kind of that do that and then from a gaming standpoint because of the nature of the, the timing of the start of the EPL season and the, when that contract blows up, so the August transfer uh, deadline, the, the fact that that blew up and then he only has the MLS option, uh, that really allowed us the opportunity to, to drop Alex in at a really key part of the season. So at that part of the season in the MLS, it's all to play for. Play for. It's the running to the playoffs. So one of the feedback we got from 17 is when you got loaned out, it didn't really, from a gameplay standpoint, have that much didn't feel like it had that much stakes. Obviously, we were playing for the for the Alex's career, but in terms of things that you could win, you were just playing uh, uh, championship games. So the MLS offered us a forum to really make football meaningful right off the bat. And, and again, one of the big things about the journey is is choice and action. So you could win the MLS Cup or you couldn't. I mean, that's it. We one of the things we set out for is every single kick of the ball is in the hand.
hands of the user. We didn't want to stage it where, you know, he played and you lost or whatever. So that was another another important element of it is that it allowed us the football to be meaningful very early on. And and I'm and I must and I was and it's good that you bring that up too because I was curious. Like it seems like the journey this. Uh, this iteration of the journey really has just been ramped up a notch. You know, there's not only does it seem like there are more sort of scenes, but there are these situations, and not only there um, other plot lines where you obviously take control of Alex's half sister and of um, well, Ash- Ashley Williams too, his best friend. And but but there are also these key sort of decisions that you have to make that actually influence the greater storyline. You know, in my journey i chose not to fire the agent for example but that's but i'm kind of curious to be like oh what happens like if alex does choose to fire the agent and and it's just this fascinating web and i was just wondering if you um it it was it was obviously a conscious decision but it it just seems like there are so many elements now and it's just you pull one thread of this web and everything sort of shifts in a way it it didn't in fifa 17 yeah, big choices was, was, was something we really wanted to kind of build on. Now, obviously, we, we are kind of limited because we don't have, like, infinite resources or time. Um, so there's only so far you can take it because, as you mentioned, you use the analogy web, which is the perfect analogy. You know, if you have hundreds and hundreds of these decisions and, and, it, and it fractures with each one, you soon, soon do become in this kind of tangled web of, of possibilities, and that obviously impacts um, our ability to you know kind of create the scenes and all the rest of it so so we need to kind of make sure we have meaningful choice um so we give that the, the user that agency um of, of they truly feel like they are affecting alex's career and, and and his outcome and part of that is the whole um conversation choice so you know you're not just molding him into the player he is you're also molding him into the the person he is so you can kind of be the fiery guy or the calm guy and there's impacts on gameplay for that. You know, you get a bit of better manager rating if you're the calm guy. More fans love you if you're the fiery guy, so you get the sponsorship deals quicker and all the rest of it. So literally, we wanted every action within the game, both on and off the pitch, to kind of affect the gameplay. So this is this kind of complete system of everything you do in some way has a ripple effect on something else. Um, so this time out, we want a few of those kind of key big decisions. And, and you rightly point out, one of the biggest in there is is uh, to fire or not fire Eichel. So I'm glad you kind of had a heart uh, and, and didn't <laughs> fire him. I think, I think right now the majority of people are firing him. Um, but, um, I, but I it, thought about it long and hard, I have to tell you. <laughs> well, it's good that it was a dilemma because that's the idea, right? We don't want to, you know, oh, it's an, easy, it's an easy choice. We do want that kind of little bit of a, oh, should I, shouldn't I? So it's, you know, it, it, it tweaks your own conscience somewhat as well as, as, well as Alex. But yeah, agency and having allowing people choice and, and making them feel that their actions matter both on and off the pitch was always a, a major philosophy of the game mode from the beginning. Um, I know we don't have a bunch of time left, so I have two, uh, two more questions. Um, the first is, this is almost, I think, uh, the journey's success has sort of given way to similar game modes in other games. Um, Madden's Long Shot, for example, and I think um, NBA 2K sort of plays around with this too. I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are of those. Um, yeah, I mean, I personally uh, like the uh, story in different spaces, and it's interesting that those, I mean, the two examples you used, they're kind of very different spins on the story uh, and, and the way they've done it, which I think just speaks to the fact that um, a story narrative within sports um, can be 
any number of different things. And I think that's great for a consumer because then you get kind of different experiences based on the sport. But I'm all for bringing that element in. And that's ultimately why I've wanted to do this for a number of years, because I think it does bring a different dimension to the world, uh, to the games. Um, and it, it, it allows a kind of different kind of creativity and a different type of freedom in terms of the way you play. So I th I'm, I'm all for um, stories throughout sports. And, uh, and as I say, I think it's great that uh, different teams, different sports do it in different ways because it, it, it does offer different opportunities uh, from the consumer standpoint. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you alluded to it earlier, fans, FIFA fans absolutely love this game mode. They love Alex Hunter. They want to know what's next. It's hard to envision a FIFA in the future without sort of a journey a component or element and but i'm just curious you know that there are so many um plot lines going on do you ever wonder uh you know what, what what's going to be next any any clues is it gonna is is this always going to center around alex hunter are there going to be other um other storylines i mean when you when you look ahead uh how, how do you see um big picture this thing sort of playing out um is, is it even intimidating looking ahead and thinking oh what, what avenues do we do we go next where do we go yeah, I mean, we can't really speak too much about the future, course, but I mean, one of the things is, it, you know, it is the, the kind of story elements, you know, there's so many stories you can tell in and around the world of football and so many, you know, environments. The one thing about football is it is the world's game. I mean, it literally is played in every single country on the planet. So the canvas on which we can kind of write a story and still have it relate back to the world of football is a broad one so i think it does offer us a lot of opportunities um wherever we we wish to take it which is kind of an exciting thing and, and, and as i say the response um to to the game has been has been phenomenal so it, it's there's clearly an appetite out there for this kind of thing so um i would hope the future is very bright for this kind of um experience and and where we take anything should we do it in the future is is you know th there's a lot of opportunity out there which is great you know we're not we're not pigeonholed into it has to be here it has to be this guy it has to be you know uh, all, all this kind of things there is a lot of variation that comes with the world of football absolutely well matt i've taken up too much of your time once again matt is fifa 18's creative director and a mastermind behind the journey the story of alex hunter go go buy fifa 18 if you haven't already and go play the journey if you haven't already um once again matt thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast i really appreciate it no problem, it's a pleasure. As I say, always, always fun and enjoy talking about the game.